Paediatric pioneer Dr Yvonne Anderson has been recognised for work with weight issues in children. Dr Anderson has been awarded the L'Oreal UNESCO for Women in Science 2019 Fellowship for her work with obese children in the community-based programme Fano Pākari. Whānau Pākari, which means healthy, self-assured families that are fully active, is a family-centred assessment and intervention programme for 4- to 16-year-olds wanting to overcome weight issues. Dr Yvonne Anderson joins me now. Good morning and congratulations. Tēnā koe, Kerry. Thank you very much. So this goes back quite some time in 2012, so you must have seen some real results and worked out what works and what does not. What works? Well, I think what doesn't work is talking about obesity, diet, weight loss and stigmatising and uh, applying judgement to individuals struggling with weight issues. So we decided to turn that on its head and talk rather about healthy lifestyle change and how to make that persistent. And I think that's been part of the appeal of the programme is making sure that it's accessible and appropriate in terms of how we deliver it and really demedicalise it. So taking all of those hospital visits out of the equation and uh, shifting it into the community without compromising quality of care. So you're starting with the children. Are they referred to you or do they self-select? Yes, so we take referrals from anywhere. So what we wanted to do is reduce all the barriers to accessing healthcare services. So GPs or school counsellors, families themselves can all refer into the programme. And then we make sure that we have a family member engaged with that journey because children don't have the same control as adults over their food and physical activity environment. So we really try and encourage it to be a family journey. But it has to be, doesn't it? Because you know, when you see a fat four-year-old or an overweight four-year-old, they weren't able to cook their dinner themselves. Absolutely. Mm. Um, and that's, that's the thing. We don't even talk about um, fat or obese because um, people know why they're there. They've sought treatment and support and now it's about strength-based approaches and really shifting that judgement that we seem to have really ingrained in our society over what's a really emotive issue. So it's incredibly important that we change the narrative and make it really welcoming and that's part of the appeal of the sessions is that people actually don't feel like they're on this journey alone and we uh, manage to talk a lot about self-esteem, the language of obesity and how we need to stop talking about that um, in terms of healthy lifestyle change. Well I suppose as someone who's struggling, you know, who can go up and down 10Ks in a year, easily. I do feel shame when I put on weight, when I'm at my fattest, because I know it's poor choices that I have made. That have, you know, it didn't, a fat fairy didn't suddenly come and plaster it upon me while I slept. And so I know that I haven't been exercising enough or I've been drinking too much, and that's why I'm fat. Sure. I think many people still have this assumption that children and families have got into this situation by sitting on the couch and eating junk food, and that's simply not the case. Because what's really clear when you stop and listen to children and families is that life in Aotearoa for many is really complex. So we've got lots of factors at play, such as food security, juggling work and childcare, finding time to even cook a healthy meal. Um, So if we just focus on weight, we're missing the point. And context matters, the language that we use matters, and also trying to make sure at every level that the healthy choice is the easy choice for children and their families.
So a child's referred to you and a, a family member's told that, um, you know, that ma- that they must accompany the child and then you have to try and get them on board as well. So if families accept a referral to Whānau Pākari, they'll get contacted by the Healthy Lifestyle Coordinator and then they'll arrange a home visit, which means that we've broken down barriers to access Mm. and it's a lot more appropriate to have um, just a cup of tea and a really non-judgmental discussion in the home. But we haven't compromised uh, quality of care, so we still do all of the medical checkup, but it's in the home and then overseen by myself as the paediatrician. And then uh, from that point on, they decide the level of input that they would like. So it might be home-based assessment six monthly and touching base with some of our team, or it might be coming to the weekly activity sessions that are run in the community. And they have physical activity sessions, psychology sessions, uh, dietitian sessions. So we do recipe makeovers, we do virtual supermarket tours, uh, we go out into the community to places like uh, box office for boxing mm-hmm. and try and find a hook, the thing that's going to keep that child engaged in terms of physical activity when we leave them. So it's a very comprehensive approach, but families choose what level of engagement they're going to have. What do you make of the body acceptance program with the you know obese, really obese, mainly women? I haven't seen many pin-up shots of obese men on Instagram, but um, you know the people like Dr. Kat Pause, who who says, look, all bodies are beautiful, and we should be encouraging the truly obese to accept their curves. I think it's really about a message of healthy lifestyle change. So um, we know in our early research that if we leave health indicators unaddressed in children, they will potentially lead to um, conditions such as type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease and liver problems. Um, So I think it's a matter of balancing the importance of embracing all body shapes with the fact that there are risks to experiencing obesity long term and it's trying to get that gentle balance. But I know that uh, judgment and stigma is something that we hear loud and clear from families they don't want around this subject. So that's the biggest thing, the emotional hang-ups with, with obesity and feeling like you're being judged. It certainly comes into play, and I think it starts from a very early age. We hear a lot from our families about the experiences they have at school and um, the bullying and self-esteem issues. So we do need to try and change the dialogue in society if we can, because we need to make sure that we're all addressing this issue, but doing it in a way that's strength-based and really focuses on healthy lifestyle change. And, you know, is sustainable into the future. What are the the most simple things a, a household can do? Families who are you know, family members who are listening who might think mm, we could live a healthier lifestyle in our whānau or family. Sure. Well, it's setting realistic goals, so it's not doing it all at once. No. It's a long process of change, and there's such simple things in terms of just reducing the excess free sugar in diets. So. Um, things like drinking water and milk only and making half the portion size veggies on a plate, um, making sure that you're getting out of the family being healthy every day 
and um, ways that mean that you're actually spending time as a family having fun and switching off those devices enough so that we actually are getting that physical activity. So there's lots of really simple things that uh, we can be mindful of both as adults and in family environments so that we're walking the walk. And yet we're getting those messages all the time what, and, and presumably your families are getting those messages too through the media. Why is it that the program works but the, the general um, messages do not? I think Tano Pakari doesn't work for everyone. It's not a silver bullet, but yeah. it's certainly part of a whole wider program of addressing weight issues in Aotearoa. And um, the World Health Organisation produced a report in 2016 on ending childhood obesity, and one of the clear recommendations was to provide family-based multi-component lifestyle interventions. So international evidence supports this type of approach. But I think, you know, you need to see it in the context of a much wider need for preventative uh, changes as well in terms of trying to support the healthy lifestyle changes and the healthy choice being the easy choice for families when they're out and about in the community. So I think we all have a part to play. Um, part of it's addressing the language and then part of it is really uh, promoting healthy food and physical activity environments for families. And just finally, um, what are you going to use the L'Oreal UNESCO for Women in Science Fellowship Grant for? Oh, well, look, we've got a framework that seems to be transferable and scalable. And one of the things we're really keen to do is to create a healthy lifestyle check IT application so that the assessment framework could be embedded in other people's own by communities for community interventions. And those are definitely gaining traction and interest nationally and internationally. So the fellowship will actually give us the opportunity to go to families and children to understand their desires in terms of the rights of the child voice and big data space. Mm-hmm. And that will directly inform this application. So we're really excited about that project and very grateful for the fellowship to be able to do it. Congratulations once again. That's Dr. Yvonne Anderson, paediatrician and clinical researcher and the L'Oreal UNESCO for Women in Science 2019 fellowship holder. News Talk ZB, lovely.